Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Right, I'm going to just jump straight in here because I'm assuming you've listened to the international podcast. You're coming back for more because you can't get enough and you love the fact that we're there for you every single Monday, 52 weeks a year, into our 10th season. And thank you very much. This is Egg Chasers. I'm Tim. That's JB. Hello, Tim. And that's Phil. Hello, Tim. Those two, you sounding chirpy. I would imagine, I would have imagined you were losing the will to live at this point, having been on a big weekend in Malaga and now at 10 past 11 on Sunday night, we're just starting podcast number two. Not our first rodeo. Yeah, we, we, we've do. we've done this in much more difficult circumstances and powered through and, yeah. um, before, and we'll power through again. Uh, and you've done this before when you've been in, like you say, in worse circumstances. When Phil, you've also had a five a.m. train to catch. Mm. Yes, the next morning. So. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Actually, this is this is a breeze. This is easy. Easy. <laughs> well, um, let's start with this. Yeah, go on. Talk H <gasps> back on top, beating. The Northwest's top team in level seven, LSH, convincingly twenty nine points to thirteen. Amazing. A witness not still top. No, witness like fifth now. They've lost four, four games. Oh, wow. So they beat you, but lost to four other teams. Yeah. So mm. no, no, it gets worse than that. So we've lost two games this season. One is to witness, who are a very good team on their day, but they've lost four. Um, we beat LSH. We beat Bolton. We beat Warrington. Those are and us. We are the top four teams. So we've won. Every game that we played in the, in the top four, right? We've lost one other game against the league's bottom team, right? Who've won two games, one of which is against us, and that was last week when they beat us twenty four nil, nil, nil. First time we've been nilled in fifteen years or something. So um, anyway, we're we're back. We're back with a bonus point, uh, second in the table now. Well, after after today. Raffy Quirks, Broughton Park, under-15s have back-to-back Lancashire Cup victories. Ooh, oh, amazing. Nice. Beat Bolton in Bolton today. In Bolton. Nice. Which is good. It's always tough to go away. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I'm just... We've got um, we've got this winger who's joined us recently who is... He's, he's a rugby league player and he's come to play a bit of union. Has he got, oh. that, has, has he got rugby league voice yet? <laughs> What's a rugby yeah, league voice? Yeah, North Northern <clears throat> rugby league voice. <laughs> He's a very softly spoken lad, but my goodness me, I'm just going to show you a little video of his uh, second try today. Oh, yes. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Um, and yeah, he's uh, he's got some feet. Here we go. Uh, sorry, this is really, really rubbish. <laughs> rubbish audio. Yeah. Here we go. Let's yeah. Look at... Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look at the feet on this lad. Yeah. He's rapid. 
He's got a bit of nice. Colby about him. Little Jason, little Jason Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Colby. So con- Class. Con- convincing win in the Lancashire Cup. So yeah, good weekend all round. Very good. And Marlow win. And my, and my boys. There's a top of the table top of the table <laughs> clash in National Two North. Yeah, Sedge. Sedge against Fylde. Fylde yeah. who were well, both teams were unbeaten and Fylde who I think had picked up a bonus point in every game or maybe all but one. And Sedge won 30-20. Yeah. Great win. Great win. win at Park Lane. So another one, Rosendale going down hard to Blackburn. Mm. That, that's a good fixture, that is. That's some high-quality rugby. They're not, not a million miles away from each other, uh, Rosendale and Blackburn as well. No, they're not. Local rivals. So, yeah, that's uh, all the local rugby. Who yeah. saw Northam- North- Northampton next to them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you saw it in Malaga. I'm impressed we by did. that. Yeah, Very we did. impressed by that. Managed to find... One of the Irish pubs. Was it called O'Neill's or what was the Garrison? Was the old Paddy's. There was the Garrison. There was Morris's. There was the Museum. Mm. It was uh, it, old, the old bar, Maybe. old town bar, yeah. old bar. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they were showing the game. Brilliant. So, and we watched it. What's not to like? Was there many other people watching the game? Nope. Was no. it on one screen with loads of football on the other screen? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, Northampton were good for their win. Uh, I thought. I thought that they'd win, and it was convincing in the end. Yeah, good win. Power Station doing. Uh, Aaron Hinkley had a good game. Didn't, didn't doing some good things. There was the, the there was the yellow card incident. <laughs> Power Station. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, his um. He looks like some signing the Hinkley ball. Well, yeah. How do they it's not need like, him? Yeah. How do Exeter not need him? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've forgotten that. Yeah. Well, it's not that they didn't need him. It's just that Exeter have a system and an identity, and they didn't need him for. What he can bring, yeah, it, yeah, but um, Finn Smith as well, yeah, looks a yeah, because handy player. I mean, is it now time to start saying Marcus out, get the kids yeah. in, get, get them the, really, <laughs> get the kids, get in. the kids in, got the wrong Smith, get one kid, one kid out and one kid in, get Finn Smith in the England shirt. He looks class. He does look a good player. Which, a very I mean, good player. I've, I've, I've heard lots of Worcester people saying for a couple of years that how good he is and all yeah. the rest of it. I didn't. I've never seen what they were talking about. I didn't doubt that he was a real talent, but I, like with Charlie Atkinson, I've seen glimpses yeah, of them. Like, yeah. oh man, this kid's really special. But well, it's like when you got loads of good quarterbacks. It's like you can't watch them all. Can how you? They can't you, all be really. Good. How would you power rank the young up and coming tens? So below, which ones Smith. do you want? Which which one do you want to build your team around? Yeah. Because I would have said Charlie Atkinson, probably of the young ones coming through the Newbury, Charlie Atkinson would be my first pick. I think probably Northampton have got, probably got got the best one. Yeah, I I would mm. so I'd, I'd agree with your. I would have said Charlie Atkinson, and maybe that's just because I don't watch Worcester that much. Yeah, I think that maybe like. Um, but he, just, didn't, he didn't play that much for Worcester. No, you you're right. Yeah. But just, just as as an, another yeah. example, um, Ollie Lawrence, I'd I'd not seen that much of. Mm. For oh, it, it felt like I'd not seen. Maybe it was because he was injured um, yeah, quite a was. bit recently. But kind of watching him for three weeks wearing a bath shirt, and he's looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, so maybe there is a Worcester thing. Orlando Bailey, that would be another one of the young lads that you might want to consider. Or George Warboys. George Warboys. Uh, I don't think Jacob Umag is going to be leading a team anytime soon. No, who he's he's not gone anywhere. He's not been announced as going nope. anywhere, has no. he? Will yeah. Hayden Wood went from Newcastle to Wasps. To Wasps. So he's not going to be doing anything? No. Nope. So, um, yeah, I think probably Finn, Finn Smith, Finn Smith. Is, where you, is where you want to be at. 
Well, so Charlie Atkinson will be down the Leicester pecking order for a period yeah. of time. Just ahead of Andre Pollard. Well, yes. Andre Pollard will take over. I yeah. suspect Burns is moving on. That would be my guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to Japan, probably. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Big, big money. But um, if bigger... Has it been? Yeah, he's, it yeah, has yeah, been announced. Bigger, it was announced, yeah. He's, left for the media. He has definitely left. So, Finn Smith is number one. Yeah, like, he's, the team. He, he's wearing the shirt, so he will be getting the best opportunity to showcase himself and learn. So, mm. it, Finn Smith, because Atkinson will not get the same level of opportunity at Leicester as well, Finn Smith will. I mean, Pollard's not ready. Gopeth is getting on. Yeah, maybe Gopeth takes over whilst they're waiting for Pollard to come in. Or Freddie Burns stays, but if Freddie he's going... Burns, in, yeah. yeah he's, so, Finn Smith will just get better ex- exposure and experience. So. Yeah, he will do. We'll get better exposure and experience. Before we go into the sort of any minutiae of the game, though, I'm interested what... Because you talked about it, you touched and said, oh, we'll talk about that on the podcast, about maybe we need to have a conversation about... Or did you have the conversation you wanted to have yeah. about the salary cap? Yeah, things? it was kind of that. It's just... I've been thinking about this for a little while, obviously... Um, the point I made about um, people want fairness, but do they, people say they want fairness and equality? Do they actually? Because when there are, when you look at leagues where there is not fairness, the Premier League is one of the most um, profitable financial um, sporting um, is products. It profitable? I'm not sure it's that. Pro- but I'm not sure it's that profitable. Is it? Do they well, they, they just they think it. But it's one of the, it, It's only less profitable. So they sink it all back in, don't they? Yeah. But the, well, but, so well, the NFL, I tell you what, so I tell you what. Look, look at the um, how much the television deals and the financial the financial deals are. It's only not profitable because the owners have got so much money that they just sink everything straight back into it. Because the NFL shot of is success. profitable, isn't it? And mm. that is fairness, and that is yeah, you know, all based on you know, sporting equality. I can prefer that model. I mean, I think it, I think ultimately you end up with a better product and better, more well-rounded, higher-quality sport. Eventually, eventually, perhaps. Yeah. perhaps it takes time, uh, and quite possibly a very, very long time. Mm. And culture and the the cultural backdrop is important there. And in America have never had a league system. Relegation is a completely alien concept. Um, try to think if that's right. NHL no, NBA no, NFL no. Uh, they do have a league system of such for baseball, though, don't, don't they? MLB well, the A or the Double A. Yeah, they have different leagues and whatnot. And I think you can go up and down on them. Certainly, college sport doesn't have a, a, anything like that. So yeah, maybe. Yeah, it is a different background. So it's just it, it's a conversation that I think needs to happen, like. Everyone, everyone touts the salary cap as being, yes, it's brilliant because it creates a level playing field. But is that like I get the I get the idea of it and the principle that anyone can beat anyone on their given day, but it's it's not actually working. So is that the definition of madness? Doing the same thing over again and expecting a different result? Mm. Well, the product, the Premiership is working. I mean, the product is very, very good. Yeah, but, but, like, but they need to sell not, that product. Yeah, that, well, this is the thing that. It, we think it is a good product, yeah, but because if, we're watching it. You yeah. just need to get more eyeballs on that product. It, you know, it's yeah. demonstrably a great, pro- a great product. But, but yeah. more people to watch it. You, uh, is that putting the cart before the horse? Because you just need to get more eyeballs on that product. Well, 
because during the Six Nations, they are doing the kind of drive to survive type thing of the Six Nations. Yeah. Mm. Which is, that's really, really good. I'm excited about that. Should be good. But will it just make people watch international rugby? Yeah, probably. But it might, as long as those players play in the premiership and then they can then follow them, then then I I can kind of see it. There's definitely a conversation to be had. I think it's because everything's not all synced up. Like in the NFL, yes, they have this closed shop, no relegation, equality and all the rest of it. But everything else that goes with it the administration the the film they have a whole film division they you have yeah, which yeah. market it they have all these different things which which make that work i don't think in and of itself salary cap no relegation is is enough because yes we've seen some really entertaining games but the the stories are not compelling yeah the sto- the, the stories are not compelling and for, for every oh wow that was a great game in the back of your mind like it doesn't really matter and also yeah but look at that awful game that happened yeah there. I'm 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 not suggesting that the um, doing away with the salary cap and having the the no. the unevenness and disparity that is not a silver bullet but I think it's worth a conversation I think if you if you really wanted to solve the problem the most beneficial things would be having a having a more coherent global season and this that's something that we have spoken about at great length you i think you need to compartmentalize so you have the premiership the the kind of domestic window the uh european um, club window window, and then the international window being almost three distinct parts where the storyline you have this consistent thread of storyline for a period and a period and a period and then in uh, I'm just and then stuff that would be music to your ears JB would be after the domestic club window has happened Mm -hmm. the players that don't then move on to the continental European latter stages or the international window could then take part in a I don't know a a sort of regional uh, competition or county competition mm. or something something like that mm. that might tap into some of those traditional roots well do you know what does um, fill my heart with joy go on Saracen's beating Bristol <laughs> convincingly Bristol now on only eight wins Brist- sorry, sorry eight wins eight win- three wins they won their first two games two games yeah uh, they were unbeaten after two games yeah, yeah. and, and now lost five cheers yeah, that, mm. that makes me happy. That makes me incredibly happy. <laughs> They've got issues, and it it's down to the way that their squad is composed. It certainly is because a couple of couple of injuries and a couple of guys on uh, international duty, and they've not got forty percent of their budget hey, playing. Did, did you see the press release by Exeter during the week about the yes. sale of non rugby assets? Yeah, I did. They should just do what uh, Worcester and Wasps are doing and just de- declare declare bankruptcy right off their right off their loans. Do a bit of create. They could also then do a bit of creative accounting for the money they do have. Exactly, and then just come back without any of the debt. I know. <laughs> well, one more well, team it, needs to go. Yeah, who is it going to be? We can't joke about that, but I don't think we're far off another. Like, other clubs will be so precariously balanced now without the extra cash from those two additional home fixtures yeah it's 
Yeah, so I, I was being flippant with what I just but said then. But, yeah. but just to go back to something that I've said before, because this is this is Exeter Chiefs. If they're in this situation, that should ring the loudest of alarm bells because that is a club that have done things right. They've grown mm-hmm. slowly, sustainably with different revenue streams. And if they have to end up selling their stake in the hotel on the ground, for example, what a tragedy that will be because that that was the <laughs> that was the route to make it to funding the rugby and who knows what the knock-on effect might might be in the years ahead. And basically, all our, this is anyone who wanted the lockdown and to shut down businesses and pay healthy people to stay at home. Yep. This is on you. It is, and I and I couldn't be angrier at you for that call. Yep. The um the reckoning is coming. Don't you worry about that. The yep, reckoning is but, coming. But the people that the people that caused it are not the ones that are going to pay. Lots well, of eventually. lots of other people will. Well, you hope so. I hope they do. I sincerely hope But I just feel for Exeter that, that they're in that situation. Yeah. Well, Sale, ba- sale, sale battered Gloucester. Yeah. Absolutely smashed them. With uh, that Gloucester backline. Gloucester, when they've got a fully loaded backline, they've got talent everywhere. That was not a fully loaded Gloucester backline. No, that was the opposite. Was there any first choice player in that Gloucester backline? In the whole backline? I don't think there was. No. Maybe Chapman. No, hey, uh, no, yeah. they, Nine. They, they like the um, Australian fella. Yeah, Chapman's had a few run of the games. Yeah. Okay, so, the last three. So, so maybe Chapman would be in maybe, with the mix. Maybe the nine, but that's a fifty. No 50 Hastings, call. no Harris, uh, no Atkinson, no Reese Samet, no Johnny, uh, no Johnny May, no Carreras, no Carreras, no Thorley, no Thorley. Yeah, yeah it's a tough old shift for Gloucester. So a predictable score. Sale at the moment have just got this unbelievably de- deep squad, an unbelievably deep squad. So you know, you look at what they're putting out just just in the pack. It, I mean, they're not all the first all the first choice names, but it it's good enough. So like the fact they're doing this without George Ford, they're they're big, they're marquee yeah. star. Well, whether no. he can't be a marquee well, player, but yeah, you know, he's not the biggest. He's not the best fly half on the planet, though. That's that's Rob, <laughs> that's Rob Dupree. Um, right, Ross Harrison, Tommy Taylor, Nick Shonner, John Luke Dupree, Josh Beaumont, John O'Ross, Ben Curry, Daniel Dupree. That is a monstrous pack by any stretch. And that you've is got a monstrous pack. Tom Curry, not, in, in? not involved. Wow. Yeah, so they're missing eight players to, to international. The difference is Johnny Hill. Yeah, yeah. Tom John, Curry. Oh yeah, Johnny Hill is a good shot. Aka van der Merwe is injured. Hmm. So He'll be out for a while as well, Raphael judging Mc- only by the injury. Yeah. Well, what was um, what was Sanderson saying about Gus Ward during the week? Oh, I saw he had a little thing with. Um, it was before the game. Was it just yeah? Where he was talking about um, <laughs> he said he was giving him like a bit of a weird backhanded compliment, basically saying. He's not the biggest, he's not the fastest, he's not the strongest, but oh, he's, he's a plucky little bugger kind of thing. It was, <laughs> it's very weird, very weird. If I was Gus War, I'd be like, uh, thanks, thanks, thanks boss. Thanks. Well, he, he's a very top... I've got a lot of time for Gus War purely for the fact that he gave up an hour of his time at Carrington to, to with our scrum half at Broughton Park just to tell him how to... And it even started as simply as he went, here's how you hold the ball. 
let's go back to the basics. And he, he mm. just took him through the whole it's thing. It's well worth doing that. Brilliant. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. Good lad. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. 27-17. Uh, I mean, Sale are back in second. Northampton a third. Mm. What? Uh, hang on, this is ultimate rugby, so it could be. Is- <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it could be. Harl- be Harlequins. Right, so North- Northampton a fourth, according to the. What on earth goes on in the. What goes on at Ultimate Rugby? <laughs> <laughs> so they are on, on twenty two. So they are twenty two points, um, same as Harlequins. Oh, but, fair enough. They are. But Harlequins have plus twenty. They have a positive points difference, and Northampton have a negative have, points have, difference. Have, have Northampton played many more, more games than other teams, or uh, they played one more than Quins. So they've played eight, which is the most. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed that. Gloucester have only played six at the moment. Quinns don't play again for another month, though, as well. Yeah, it's nuts. Does anyone want to go to Northampton versus Barbarians next week or week after? Yeah, when is it? When is it? God, it must have, be soon. Midweek. Oh, is it midweek? Is it, I don't know, is it midweek? No, 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 no it'll be a Saturday because it'll be instead of one of the games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I maybe. I quite fancy that. There's a load of... Um, they're kind of old boys, just retired or not not retired, but not got clubs playing for the Barbarians, aren't they? Yeah, like, it's a big, big loose. Danny Cipriani. Big, oh, crikey! What, what do you make of this Levi Davis stuff? Oh, oh, I really hope he's found. That's just sad. That's yeah. On a human level, that's really sad. Oh, oh I don't, we we don't know what the story is. He may well be. I let's hope it's uh, that he is. Not missing, he's just partying and having a great time. But or yeah, just or just just or just want, some, or time, just, some time to himself. Yeah, just wanting because he's he's not obligated to. Uh, no, he can keep himself to himself if he wishes. Well, I just hope he's well. Okay, yes. I wasn't sure if it was 100%. a gag when I saw it this morning because it reads a little bit like a joke. Oh yeah, he's gone missing. You know, have you like yeah? You know, um, I, I I wasn't sure if it's like yeah, gone missing from the field of play or wasn't found. You know, what like whatever it was. Then looked into it, and it's actually it's actually serious. He was, a, yeah. he was out in Barcelona two weeks ago. Yeah, twenty ninth. Yeah, last seen in a, an Irish bar in Barcelona, and people haven't seen him. So like Tom Tom Vandel and others have asked the question. So yeah, Jeez. really, really hope we hear some good news on that. Mm. Yeah, huh. yeah, awful stuff. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Um, uh, shall I go through some of those... Former former player yes. new career emails. Yes. Contact edchasers at gmail.com. Here's one from Ed Playdell Bouverie. I don't know how how did this start again last week? What was the genesis of this? Uh former it was we were talking about a player and their 
new job. Being interesting. Mm. Anyway, I can't remember how, but anyway, we asked for some emails. We've got some great ones. Uh, this one from Ed Bouverie says, uh, love the pod, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I did a butchery course with ex-Quinn, Rob Buchanan, hey. who has a butcher in St. John's Hill in Clapham. A top bloke and a great evening. A side note, I moved out to Hampshire in the lockdown and people love rugby around here. No professional team, however. Perhaps a move for Wasps. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Former rugby players now. This one from Simon Laragie or Laragie. I hope he. he uh, Larachea? La- I apologise on that. Anyway, it's from Simon. Uh, he says Jack McGrath finished up at Ulster and he's now a. Beekeeper. 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 Wow. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Did I tell you about the bees that we had in our loft? Uh, no. When? When we. Uh, we we were having some work done on the loft at the moment and uh, we pulled back the uh, plaster, original original lathen plaster, so 140 years old. There was a, it's about one and a half metres long and half a metre high, half, like, oh, this, this, like, almost like a cylinder. It was a Toblerone-shaped because um, it was in wow. the ridge of the loft. This um, beehive that could have been there for, an inno- it could have been there for a hundred years. What? Um, and it was like turning on. So it's like someone turned on a honey tap. Honey just pouring out. Wow. So, we, so we had to get a beekeeper who said, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll come and just take it away for free," um, because they want they want to get the queen out. Uh, anyway, three days of work for him. Later, he finally got it got it all out. Wow! It was absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely massive. But he did. Uh, I was very pleased to report uh, he managed to save the queen so he's transported it and he's he's very happy and we are happy that we didn't just have to nuke a uh, yeah that's a fantastic nest. Uh, so they're proper like worker bees i was going to say because we had uh, in our um in the sort of guttering around the bit of the roof we we have and they still come every year we get the the bumblebees i don't know what because they don't make honey and do that they just come and sleep and then fly around and pollinate i don't know yeah what, the, 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 there the are big different ones there are different types of bees aren't there yeah, many but these these types. were there was a bees. lot of honey there yes. was a lot of like yeah the gallons ones. of the stuff oh wow did you get any of the honey no because um we had previously tried to nuke it with um ah. <laughs> with some uh bee and fly killer so we decided best not to yeah. not to have that batch of honey i think that was a smart move yes um, Oh, that's awesome. Uh, anyway, uh, Lewis Elliott. Uh, love the pop, blah, blah, blah. Enjoyed your musings on what some rugby players get up to once they're done. Thought you might be interested in Backy's Butcher's post-career venture. Yeah. Uh, Backy's the Butcher. Co. Za. Not overly surprised on that one. Yeah, right. And he says, uh, looking forward to, to hearing from you all about Ireland's choice of navy with barbed wire hoops, oh. jersey. Yeah, just, oh. just horrendous. Almost Backy's the butcher. So is is he then a butcher or does he does he do something else? Backy's the butcher. I'm assuming he's. Let's have a look at. This. Let's see if I can open this. Back in two seconds, boys. You go on podcast You're right. Yeah. Oh, you'll like this one though. Before you go, oh. uh, from Kieran. A couple of years ago, Ayula Arinley joined the MOD oh. on the on a grad scheme. <laughs> he now works for the I'm just for the salvage and marine team within the MOD. <laughs> JB will love that. 
because it, it class because they they manage all the UK wrecks checking for oil leaks and the recovery of sunken boats and planes. Cool, I, I, that is. I bet that's a very interesting that's very career. Cool. Yeah. I see. He's a smart lad. He, he, he was the one that went on Countdown, didn't he? Yeah. He, uh, yeah, also, great, great also, boy. Also, Kieran says, another idea for a segment you could do is rugby dating. A friend of mine recently matched with Jacques Vermeulen on a dating app. <laughs> 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 I, I need to recap this with Jake. Uh, she's, uh, she said his chat was average, but he made up for it with occasional rig picks. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this is unfair. I, do. From, on the... I I hadn't read ahead on that email before <laughs> I read it out. I will check. Yes. Um, I, I, yeah. Sorry, Jack. It, it could be because there's a big thing on uh, thing those sites like Tinder, etc., of people creating fake profiles using celebrities' pictures, isn't there? So... Gonna make sure it's the real Jack Vermaelen. Yeah, what was the, what's the celebrity version of Tinder? The, the the discreet one for people that are well known. There is one. Oh, I can't is remember there? what it's called. Is there? I can't remember what it's called, but there is one of those. Maybe you should go on that, Jack. Yes. Um, gents, blah blah blah. I can confirm that rugby does indeed exist in Greece. Mm, yes. Uh, this is Rupert Dixon from Macclesfield Rugby Club. Uh, this is because I was in Greece and JB was curious to know what rugby was like out there and I wasn't really aware of any. He said, and this is a great idea, he said, Macclesfield Fourths, along with Reading Rhinos, toured there in 2019, playing games against Attica Springboks in Athens. Rugby does remain Ooh. embryonic in Greece. Yeah. Uh, there was no Greek rugby union governing body to sign off the tour per, <laughs> per RFU requirements. As such, we got an approval letter from the Hellenic Handball Federation, the closest sport we could find. But I can thoroughly recommend <laughs> Athens wow. as a tour venue for your listeners. Interesting. Yeah, I could I could go to Athens. I could do Athens, yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you get Are You Lutterinley? Works yes, for the MOD the, on the, the ship, Marine team. On the, on the wrecks. Yeah, that's cool. That is, that is very cool. Um, I'm just looking for some of the others. Uh, players with interesting jobs. Ben Pluck says, I used to play rugby in Calgary, Calgary Alberta. Last I heard, Trevor Leota wow. was running a security company with a few mates in Grand Prairie, Alberta. That checks out. Yeah, it doesn't overly surprise you that one. <laughs> <laughs> while, while occasionally slotting sideline conversions for the Grand Prairie Centaurs off of a cone. Um, so... Big strong boy, and he's got a, he's got a boot on him. Uh, Ex rugby players jobs email here from Ricky Jones, uh, Joe Van Neerkirk. Oh yeah, he's now living in Costa Rica. Costa just, Rica. We've been linked to an article about his job. It, um, yeah, he is. Um, well, did he look a bit a bit crazy? There was a picture of him with like a, the scrum half. What was that's right with a cafe. Yeah. And Joe Van Nico did not look in great health. No, he he's become a yogi in Costa Rica. Getting completely stacked up. Wow. Yeah. It's probably the worst place in the world, apparently, Costa Rica. Yeah. Or it's meant, meant to be pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be gorgeous. Yeah, we've got um, some of Claire's friends went out there for a few weeks. Um, we used to have a prop from there called Frank. Oh, really? Yeah. And and just a, a confirmation because we uh, you heard rugby in Greece is apparently really good fun place to go for a tour, and on the subject of avocado avocado related knife injuries, 
we, we got sent a link to a medical paper in, in PubMed describing in, describing the a- avocado related knife injuries as an epidemic. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Ben Chatterton, for that. It, it is a. Um gentrification type problem isn't it I mean I mean, just having so much smashed avocado on on sourdough toast <laughs> that I'm getting injured all the time from it do you think that the what what do you think's behind because just going back to what you talked about with the premiership we, we said like it's got a great product but as you have pointed out people aren't evidently interested or passionate enough it, to go and watch it they're not selling it are they I mean they had 20 million quid stashed away on a, like for sales budget, the Premier Premiership Rugby does not sell itself. They just don't do anything. They sit around and they just hope the, hope the clubs do the heavy lifting. And the clubs don't have the money. No one has the money, so it's all about promotion, sales, that, that kind of thing. But the rugby is brilliant. The entertainment is brilliant. What, what, but what does promoting it look like and mean? I suppose you just have to go to an agency that know what they're doing. To yeah, exactly. Get out. Yeah, big hits and good tries. That's, yeah, big. People want to see big. Big collisions, big physicality. Yeah, you want to embrace what what rugby is. But I go back to it. Like I, I've, unfortunately, when I was a kid, getting in, get interested in American football, I liked the color green and picked New York Jets as a result, which has been generally, apart from a few years where we ground and pounded our way to <laughs> AFC title games, it's been a miserable uh, team to follow. <laughs> but there's uh, one Jets drive is they're showing it on Sky, and it's just a kind of a drive to survive type behind the scenes documentary and you get to know you get to know these guys mm. and i think just getting to getting to know these people is a massive part of it and i don't know you can do that in any number of ways but yeah rugby isn't very good at it yeah it's it's hard to know because that's it's kind of not my field yeah so i don't really know what good looks like yeah. But I know when, I know we are not doing it well at the moment, what? and certain things that, where we we are obsessed with talking about the negatives and self flagellating the sport and everyone involved in the sport, it's not really a good look. Yeah, I, I think the two things can be true at once: the head injury thing in rugby can be something which research and understanding and awareness and medical treatment of is very very important and it can be something which is what am I trying to say and it doesn't have to be something which you then yeah uh, you know you know you know what I'm trying to say I can't because I I was thinking about this the other day that there's been a lot of positive stuff that has happened with head injuries over the let's, let's say the last 20 years you've gone from not really knowing very much and people not knowing how to identify it and just doing nothing and just letting the boys play on to now kind of everyone knows mm. everyone knows that we don't know enough to be able to take the risks with it. So people know if someone's taking a high shot, best thing is step out. So like all of that is great and it's positive for the players and the game. But there is this like, this next level that we seem to be completely obsessed with now just talking up the risks but not none of the positives yeah. and self-flagellating ourselves and there's there are so many people who will only talk about the downsides of it and obviously the, the bad concussion stuff is really bad 
but we don't need to spend so much time because everyone knows, everyone is aware of all and of those risks. What I dislike about that is I get the sense in a lot of cases that what is presented as, look at me, I really care about individuals, <laughs> is actually just look at me. Yeah, it's, just it's me, it? very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Yes. There yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is that is frustrating. But yeah, I th- I think I think I think the uh, the drive to survive type thing where right. you get to know the players would be I think that'll be very very If they good. do it right in the Six Nations, that could be that could be game changer. Uh, I genuinely believe it could be. Uh, I would just say that there, there there's a, a culture that's coming in. I don't know whether it comes from football or whatever, but as someone who works in in broadcasting there's this kind of and BT Sport have a brilliant relationship with the club so you get some mm-hmm. really you see get some really good stuff but i remember when 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 i went to china for that just to do that RAF game to test mm. whether this video filming system would work we asked for a few things and even at that level bearing in mind we're going we're going to bring some professionals mm. And proper cameras, and we're going to cover your game because we want somewhere to just try this out to see if it works. And even then, and not the RAF, they were up for anything. Like Chinna, lovely club, and they were great hosts. So I'm not knocking it, but they were like, "Oh, we can't really talk to our uh, DOR blah, 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 at this point. And can you talk to them then?" And oh, I don't, oh I'm not sure about that. It's like you're Chinna, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we <laughs> we could get thousands of people watching and understanding. It. Like, come on. So if you if you're getting even people at that level going, oh maybe you need to do this, and oh we don't want to don't want to talk to a player too close to kick off and stuff like that. It's like, come on, <laughs> come on. Where do, where do you stand on the they've they've done it in the rugby league, um, and it's they do it in Australia a bit. The half time as the as the players are running off the pitch, the half time interview. What's your view on that? We used to do it on BT Sport, but I did it for a season. Um, and I think it went because, not because the club said we don't want to do it or anything like that. I think it was actually because the value of what you get isn't worth yeah. the effort of doing it. And actually, if you have, if you want to build a good relationship with the clubs and get a bit more content from players, actually, let, I'd rather have, rather have it at different times because you don't, you, you never get anything out of a player. No, you never get like they've, they've not had a debriefing. They're just trying to catch their breath and get right. I know I've got to be in the change like. They are not going to be analysing anything no. at that moment in time. You never get anything good from when, no. from when I've heard it. So, I mean, you rugby, we're kind of bad at not all players, but um, we get a lot of generic platitudes anyway. Um, particularly because if anyone does anything different, there's a load of people jumping on their back on Twitter. Like when when Genge yeah. um, was a, a, a bit prickly and a bit bit difficult, which is great because he's, he is a good character. People don't like it. So what? What do you? You are just going to get the same so, boring so stuff. So here's a perfect example in terms of like the drive to survive. You get the that kind of you get all the behind the scenes. You get the stories. You get the the people t- talking from their perspective to tell that story. But how about on a match day, sack off any of those halftime interviews, and just have the teams know that for the first five minutes out of the fifteen minutes halftime cameras and microphones are on in the changing room it's, yeah it's hot it's mm. they're hot mics and cameras and and let us just hear some of the chat but obviously if there's anything 
top secret you want to keep to yourself. Just wait till the five minutes and it is clear. But that, yeah. I mean, that's just one. I've only just thought of it then. But that's the sort of. And I, and I do think that because we've got the current situation we have with clubs going bust, and mm. I do think there is suddenly an imperative where clubs are going, okay, you know what? We need to try and find ways we, to do this. Yeah, we can't be that picky about no. um, closing up shop. Like we've got to, we've got to try new things. We've got to at least have conversations about new, yeah. new things because the way it has been working isn't working. Yeah, and so for example, with the the you'll see if you watch BT Sport now, it used to be if you remember the before COVID because that changed everything as well. <laughs> which, so, anyway. Um, <laughs> You used to have these, what we called pitch walks, where basically we'd have each team, we'd be out on the pitch and go and chat, yeah, to, yeah. Go and chat to a player. Yeah, yeah. But now, um, and this came from a conversation, I remember we had a few glasses of wine at the end of the season, and what would you like? And there was a few of us chatting, and, and I, uh, I, remember, I remember I was part of a conversation and said, like, what, what you'd really want is like Martin Brundle in the pit lane, just being able to walk anywhere you want on the pitch mm. and talk to anyone you want. And even if Owen Farrell says, sorry, I'm focused on the game, I don't want to talk, go, okay, that's cool, no worries. And that would actually be really good. Yeah, yeah. And that's a little bit of what you've got now. If you watch it, on the Friday night game, you'll see that. It's just walking around. Oh, let's just, I'll tell you what, we'll stop here and chat with you. Yeah. And they might have lined some of them up, but some of them yeah. it might be organic and on the moment. And, and that's, that's what I hope. Yeah. I, I think it is happening. Anyway, I think it is. What needs to happen is starting to happen. Yeah. So. What games run next week? Yeah. Let's go through the Great fixtures. question. Is there a premiership round next week? What's going on, JB? What's going on in the world? What's going on in the world? I'm looking at a massive Maersk ship. Uh, Maersk have got a brand new design of container ship. It looks awesome. Um, other than that, you not much. chat to Ayula or Inley about that. I should see really. We did. There was um, in Malaga... There was a few big cruise ships, Huge. one of which was uh, Od- Odyssey of the Seas, which um, I looked up, which is absolutely enormous. Isn't 350 metres long. It's a huge, huge beast. 350 metres long. Yes. Wow. Like, basically a full-on um, full on water park on top of it. 4,000 guests. Wow. 1,600 staff yeah. wow. on there. X number 15 restaurant, like just absolutely crazy. It's like a floating city. Wow. Yeah, they are on Crazy. So Gloucester, Newcastle is on Saturday. What about the Friday game? That's Harlequin. Oh, hang on. That's lies. I'm lying to you all. Ultimate rugby again. So Friday night game is Bath versus Leicester. Hmm. Leicester. Bath at home. Bath have had a couple of good wins, but yeah, like Leicester are without their third choice scrum off. They are. And their second choice come off. Well, oh no, first first and third. Yeah. So okay. Woody will be playing. I think we'll uh, all the say Leicester. Without their first choice fly half as well. Leicester, Newcastle. I'm, so I'm going to go for uh, Leicester, by the way. Um, yeah, give me Leicester. Gloucester, Newcastle. Newcastle have got to win this. Gloucester, that Gloucester team, that would, like Gloucester, are, for, for various reasons, missing a lot of players they are. at the moment. And they've not, we said, we highlighted this at the start of the season, that Gloucester don't have an enormously deep squad. No, they don't. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for Newcastle. Now, Gloucester, do, both teams really need to win this. Exeter London Irish? Give me, sorry, I'm just on the other one. Give me Gloucester just. Mm. Um, Exeter London Irish. Oh, okay. Exeter need to win this. Yeah, I agree. <sighs> Exeter, because they're at home. 
But London Irish, how many players did they lose? Yeah, you're right. Not, not many. Yeah. Give me, give me Irish. Mm. Tough ones to call this this week. Yeah. And probably the game of the weekend is Saracen Saints. Yeah. No sale game 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 this week. Mm. That's twelve fifteen on Sunday early kickoff. Mm. Saracens Saints. Um, Saracens. 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 Yeah. Saracens do lose. It's just a players, shame that Saracens hadn't good. been beaten this weekend gone so that they would use Northampton for their factory <laughs> reset yeah. that they've done so many times in the past 60 points on Northampton Saints yeah. again <laughs> uh, boys well done for getting through that I can see JB as well as looking at his mask 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 you are you are done I can see you're done <laughs> well done cheers mate well done um, yeah that's that right let the boys play always play Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.